Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I'm joined by Jamie. Hello. Thank you once again for being here <laughs> with me. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me onto you, your podcast. <laughs> My podcast that <laughs> that you do all of the work and editing and uploading for. I mean, <laughs> they don't know that. <laughs> well, they do now. That's true. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, so thank you all for listening to us ramble again. <laughs> Once again, um, our true loyal listeners must enjoy it because they keep coming back. True. So this week, since Friday was Valentine's Day, we figured it was the perfect time to discuss a sappy high school romance. Yeah. And we settled on the one with the longest possible <laughs> title that we could find. Yeah. And it's called To All the Boys I Loved Before. There we go. And basically, it is a sappy high school romance that ends exactly the way you think it will from the beginning. Yes. <laughs> True. <laughs> they, tr- they try to throw you off course they with do. like another guy and you're like, ooh, who's she going to choose? But I totally called it. Yeah. It's <laughs> fair. So initial impressions, did you like this movie? Initial impressions are that I surprisingly like it was it was a captivating watch in terms of like I wasn't bored watching it. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I don't know. It's not it's not like <laughs> the greatest film. If you're looking for like, you know, a high school drama romance sappiness, then yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Like if you're looking for a good, like romantic high school comedy to watch with your SOS on Valentine's Day weekend, I feel like this would hit all the marks, but it doesn't have a lot of depth or character development or like plot twists or anything like that. It is very much just like a feel good movie. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely a feel good movie. And I mean, it has, like, a little bit of depth in that, like, you know, LJ, as I'm going to call her, um, Laura, <laughs> Laura Jean, Jean, she, you know, lost her mother and is struggling with that. And Peter lost, or his fa- Peter's father left, so he's struggling with that. But that's one tiny conversation is all I we mean, get about that. So Right, because it's not, neither one of them are, like, recent things. Right. Like, we get the impression that Laura's, Laura Jean's mother must have died probably I don't know, 10 years previous because yeah. we know her little sister was like still eating baby food when right. she died because she doesn't really remember her mother at all. And she's 11. So maybe she died like eight years ago. So it's not like a new thing. Right. And then uh, Peter's father left over two years before that point. So while they're still, you know, obviously struggling with it, it's not something that's fresh and raw for either one of them. True. But so there's not even like a whole lot of depth there. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, um, I, mean I, I kind of the concept itself is kind of fun. The fact that yeah. each time she had this sort of intense, if you can call it that at that age, um, well, crush love <laughs> or crush towards someone, yeah. she would write them a letter um, and then she just saved these and addressed them. I think it's cute. And it reminds it me of like something I did in like middle school and high school. Now I didn't write a letter to the person, but like I would write about them in great detail in like my journal. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so like it wasn't a letter addressed to them or anything, but like it was certainly about them and about my feelings for them. And like I can understand and relate oh, to yeah. like her mindset of like why she would want to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel like that's kind of like a therapeutic thing. You write, yeah. If you like, well, just writing in general is, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was interesting. And then, of course, we have the, the thing that it's her younger sister who desperately wants her to have a boyfriend, so she just sends out all of the letters, oh which is kind of funny. Which, and I, <laughs> I just like okay. Number one, I I thought these letters were secret, but her little sister seemed right. to know exactly where to go and find yeah, them. You know, she's conference. read them before, and like. Why would you mail them out? These like you have to even as like a little like a younger kid. We know that Chrissy's like their kitty is like yeah. popular, so she has to like be able to reflect and think like, what would this do to my life in school if something like this got out about me? You know, yeah. like it just doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> True. No, she doesn't really reflect on it, but. I mean, I don't know. I kind of enjoy Kitty just because she's so straightforward and like kind of like no bullshit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Kitty's going to grow up to be president. Like she's an <laughs> awesome little girl. But <clears throat> Yeah. Unlike Margot, who looks like she's like 35 or 40 years old, but it's well, supposed when the to be 18. S- when the movie started, I thought it was their mother. And then I, I was know, like, oh. me too. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. That's supposed to be an 18 year old high school like going off to college person she looks older than me right <laughs> and i'm almost 31 <laughs> <laughs> so it's, that was odd yeah. they could have definitely found a better because she's not a main character at all she's no. a very minor character she's only in it for a few scenes they could have found somebody more age appropriate for it yeah it's true but you know but what can i'm you... not the director true or the caster or anything besides the, <laughs> the very <watcher>. obscure reviewer. <laughs> True. <laughs> but um, I thought it was interesting. It's it's kind of too bad that the one letter got returned to sender because it would have been interesting just to have that storyline as well. <laughs> well, didn't she say that she like addressed it to his bunk in <laughs> yeah. in there because they like it was one person that she had a crush on at camp, so she just yeah. like, addressed it to his bunk at the camp. Yeah. So he'll never know. But then, <laughs> did you watch it? Through the very end? No. Okay, so like after they're done walking across the field at the very end after they kiss, it flashes to back to their house and the doorbell rings and Kitty answers it and it's the the fifth guy <gasps> and he's standing there with like a bouquet of flowers in one hand and the letter in the Oh other. my gosh, I didn't and see Kitty's this. And he's just like, Laura Jean, it's for you. <laughs> oh my gosh, so that must be uh, John Ambrose from the Model UN. Yes, yes, yeah, because he had, like, on a whole uniform and everything. Oh, my God. I wish I would have watched. I was just like, ugh, the field, done. (laughs) I always skip ahead a little bit just to see, like, is there going to be anything? This time there was. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that was it. That was the whole, you don't actually even see Laura Jean in the scene with him at all. It's just Kitty yelling, Laura Jean, it's for you. (laughs) Well, do you reckon that that's going to be, like, the plot of the part two? Like, she has to battle with her feelings over John Ambrose? That would be really funny. I I kind of want, so, yeah, there is a part two, all the, the, to all the boys I've loved before, take two or something. I think it's called Uh, P.S. I love you. I still love you or something. (laughs) Or something like that. Um, so there is a part two to this, which I think would be very interesting because yeah, unlike most Netflix originals, they didn't just leave this with a cliffhanger really that kind of does wrap itself up. And then this is like the one they chose to make a part two of. Yeah. (laughs) Not half the movies that just stop (laughs) mid plot (laughs) with no resolution. But, um, 
that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so I am kind of thinking maybe we should record on part two at some point. Oh, just yeah, for definitely. Fun. I mean, I know that it's trash and like predictable, but I also oh, yeah. like as soon as I <laughs> saw that there was a part two, I was like, or after I got finished with the first one, I was like, oh, I could totally go for a part two. Like, what's I the, what's, and I watched like <laughs> only like 10 seconds of the trailer and it's. You know, she and Peter are going on their first, like, real date. Oh, and oh so it picks up, like, right away. It must do, yeah. Because yeah. she was like, oh, we're on our first date. And he's like, we've been on dates. And she's like, yeah, but those weren't real. This was the real, real date. So I think it picks up right after, which means we're going to probably see John Ambrose. <laughs> yeah, probably. That would be funny. <laughs> now that you know he was there. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I thought that it was nice that... So we know that her initial like issue with the letters is not so much the other boys that they were sent to because it seemed like at the point she was kind of over that. But yeah. the most important one was the one that was sent to Josh yes. because that was her sister's recent ex-boyfriend. Right. And I honestly thought at the beginning that like despite the fact that she was resistant and that she was like, oh, I can't do this because it was my sister's boyfriend. I kind of expected her to get with Josh at the end. I initially, like, for, like, a second thought that. But before we really got to know Peter, you know, like, I was thinking that was the direction it was going to go. But then once she kind of starts fake dating Peter, I Mm -hmm. was like, oh, okay, this is going to be the story where she falls in love with the boy that she's fake dating and not the one who is her sister's ex. Oh, yeah. (laughs) As soon as they started getting excited while making the list of, like, requirements for their... The contract or whatever. I was like, ugh, this is going to turn into a romance. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it does. And it does. Um, with a questionable hot tub scene that I was like at first like, wait, what? Did they actually well, I mean, have sex they in just, this hot tub or did they no, just kiss? No, of course they didn't. I thought that was obvious. They just Well, I thought it was too. And then like they had that brief moment where they were like, you know, someone sent a video and she was like, my sex tape. But then she clarifies like, <laughs> I can't believe I've had a sex tape while I'm still a virgin or something. No, she says, I made a sex tape and I haven't even had sex. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn. But which I mean, that's just shitty. That is super shitty. And we're definitely thinking it was Jen who posted it, right? Oh, I think so. Well, I feel like in part two, they're going to delve more into Jen and yeah. Laura Jane's frenemyship (laughs) (laughs) like they used to be best friends and now they hate each other and right and so but then like jen gets all like you know emotional about it like you know back in seventh grade you kissed this guy kind of thing so i feel like maybe she there's some issues to work out there right and are we to assume then then like at that party when she kissed pete when he was young that destroyed their friendship I guess that seems to be like what she's saying. Like you kissed him when you knew I liked him. And she's like, it was spin the bottle. I didn't have a choice. There was no tongues or whatever she said. (laughs) There was tongue to me. Yeah. (laughs) Lick his face a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. That'll be interesting if they actually go into that a little bit. I kind of hope they do. I feel like that Laura Jean and Jen will like, make up by the end of the second part yeah maybe because okay. it can't possibly be about all the people that she is in love with if she's dating one person it's got to be about something else true and i want to see more of chrissy her best friend she seems like she lives a really awesome life <laughs> she is fun it's i mean 
of course she's like the very stereotypical like outspoken feminist yeah of the shy girl of <laughs> friend of the shy girl but, friend of the shy girl but um but she was fun i also liked when she was quizzing uh lj's dad like so <laughs> you just decided i, I want to go to school and stare at vaginas all day or something <laughs> i'm leaving the kitchen now <laughs> which is I do, honestly you know, a question I, about I, male gynecologists Yes, I completely agree with that. As a woman who has been to a gynecologist more than one, every single time I have said I want a female doctor, you know, and yeah. I don't think that there's any woman out there who is requesting a male doctor to look at their vagina. So why do men keep going to gynecology? We don't want you there. Get out. <laughs> a general PSA to all male gynecologists. For real, if you're if you're thinking about it right now, don't. We don't want you there. You don't have one. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, Just like, is... I feel like as a man, you wouldn't want a woman, like, telling you whether or not your balls look normal. <laughs> I don't know. I assume that's what happens at the doctor for men. It's never happened to me, but I mean, I'm sure it could. My point is, yeah. if you're a man, don't go into gynecology. There's plenty of other medical fields for you to go into that are not gynecology. And then you just take jobs away from the women that we want in that field. <laughs> True. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. I digress. End, End of rant. <laughs> oh man, but um, but yeah, I mean it, it's cute at the end when they get together, and of course, part of it we have to deal with that struggle of LJ not allowing Pete to communicate with you know to explain like why he went to Jen's room and all that yeah. stuff, which could have saved us twenty minutes of the movie. But, <laughs> but you know that's not how movies work <laughs> i know but every time i'm like oh my god just listen to people listen uh, and like the whole like sub storyline of her not being able to drive a car <laughs> and like that kind of correlating with her coming to terms with her feelings for pete it was weird to me because i'm like how did you get a license to be right with? you have to drive in front of somebody on the road to get a license do you not have one like right maybe she yeah how does did she, that happen does she just have a permit and she's not following the rules of like being with an adult i don't know that's what i feel like is the case. <laughs> and that's why her sister wears a helmet every time that. she gets in the car with her <laughs> Like, I don't think that bike helmet's going to help you, honey. No. (laughs) But, yeah, she says at one point when she's backing up, when she almost hits Pete the first time, and she's like, oh, I'm not really good at looking in my mirrors yet. (laughs) Like, that's the easiest part of driving. What do you mean you're not good at that? It's kind of like driving 101. Like, all you have to do is sit there and look. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Although my car has a backup camera, so I guess I don't even really need to do that. (laughs) Hers wasn't that fancy. It was not. (laughs) I'm sure she wouldn't have looked at the screen if it was anyway. No, probably not. She wouldn't have been comfortable (laughs) doing that yet. Yeah. (laughs) No, that was a really strange thing. I guess it's to show us that she's like still really young and like, you know. Growing up. Growing up, I guess. Unlike her 35-year-old sister, Unlike she's her... actually still young. Unlike her 65-year-old sister. Oh my God, who is definitely old enough to be her mother in real life. I'm she positive is. of that. She must be. Watch her be like 27. Oh my God, I want to look up her age now. Hold on. I'm going to do this. Janelle Parrish is her name. Okay. And she was born in 1988. So she is 32 years old. Yeah. <laughs> 
So she's 32 is not quite old enough to be her mother unless she was like active quite early, but still. Okay, but still, but choosing a 32 year old actress for somebody who's supposed to be playing an 18 year old going off to college. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Like ridiculous. How old is the lady who plays Laura Jane? Let's look that one up too. She's got to be like 25 or something. I don't know if she's that old. Let's find out. Laura Jane. She was born in 1997. So. 23, is that? Oh my god, really? Is it that old? We're so old. 23, holy shit. Okay. No, we're very old. Yeah. I can't even. I can't even. The lady, the actress who plays Kitty was born in 2003. Oh god. So she's so 17, is she? She's 17, and she's playing an 11-year-old. Damn. Well, <laughs> oh I guess it was the movie was two years ago, so she could have been 15, but still. Okay. But, yeah, okay. All right. Really? Okay, so that means that Margot would have been only 30 at that point. She doesn't. She looks older than 30 to me. So this is like a digression, but something that's <laughs> worth discussing is okay. that all 30, like... The age range, and I've mentioned this to our group chat, all people who are aged from, like, 27 to, like, 32, there's so much variety that I cannot (laughs) tell how old those people are. And some of them look so old. (laughs) And I ask myself, do I look this old? Because I remember watching, like, Degrassi, and the, the teacher was, like, 27 at the time of recording and he looked like at least 45 <laughs> and... oh my god well maybe they wanted him to look that old so they put like makeup and shit on him i don't think they did oh, I, it's just so yeah. confusing to me i'm like why is this age range so very unpredictable <laughs> i don't get it genetics you know they say it's all downhill after like 25 so oh, if you have bad genetics then you just start aging really rapidly at that point <laughs> but i look at like the people around me and the friends i have and i'm like i don't think we look 45 but then it's maybe that like blurred, you know, like distorted self image. Maybe I don't maybe. think I look 45, but actually I do. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, if we are all looking 45, then in reality, that's we all true. just look 30 because that's what all 30 year olds look like. That's also true. <laughs> Hard to say. Well, maybe we just feel old. Maybe. So we think we look younger than we actually look because we feel like we're 70. So we look at ourselves and we're like, oh, yeah, you oh look like a young whippersnapper. Yeah, baby. Speaking of 70, <laughs> though, the best okay. thing in this entire film was that LJ and Kitty were having a Golden Girls marathon. Yeah, I was like, ah. <laughs> and they picked a good episode. Too. Oh, they did, too. <laughs> Although they, <laughs> cut this, they cut the scene short, but that's okay. They did. They probably, there was only so many seconds they were allowed to <laughs> use through, like, the common use laws. <laughs> true, probably true. <laughs> but it was the, the episode where we find out that Rose has had 56 boyfriends. <laughs> 56? 56? <laughs> She's standing back. She's gonna blow. It's so good. <clears throat> We're Golden Girls fans, if you can't tell. We are, for sure. That's also because we think we are the Golden Girls. We are actually the Golden Girls. Jamie is 100% Dorothy. I am Dorothy. And I am Rose. But I have not had 56 boyfriends. <laughs> not in one year, at least. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can do one every other day. The slut is dead. Long live the slut. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway. Anyway. We, we are very distracted this episode. Apologies. It's okay. It's because there's not really much to talk about. <laughs> I think we've already covered all the main points of the film. So oh, now we have to talk about other things to fill in time. Let's talk about Josh a little bit because okay. that thing is a bit weird. <laughs> like the his character? His situation is like a bit strange because... It is. He... So like the... Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> now I was going to say the concept of him is that he is best friends with Laura yeah. Jane all through like their childhood and then ends up dating her older sister who's not the same age as him instead right. of dating Laura Jane, which is odd. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then it's so bizarre because he... <clears throat> so he gets the letter. She refuses to talk to him about it, which is not the way things work in life. But... Well, I mean, it is the way things work in a lot of people's lives. (laughs) It should not be. To everyone who's listening, if someone accidentally sends out your love letters to people and they try to talk to you about it, just listen to them and clarify things. Granted, I know that things weren't clarified for her until later in the movie. But... I feel like that lesson just applies to if somebody wants to talk to you and clarify something at all. True. Give them the opportunity to do it. Yeah. Like, you can go into it believing that it's bullshit, but, like, at least listen so you know (laughs) what the side of the story is. Exactly. But I... It's kind of strange because, like, he seems like a super nice guy at the beginning, and then she's not listening to him, and then at some point, of course, she, like, confides in him that she doesn't know what to do about this Pete thing, which she admits is weird, and then they talk a little bit, and he's kind of like, I guess it's after they talk that she talks about Pete, but, like, he wants to talk to her, and she's kind of like, I can't have this conversation right now, and he gets almost irate about it. Yes. And I was like, whoa, 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 calm down. And I I definitely thought that Josh was going to have the feels for Laura Jane, because, like, the way he was so persistent about, like, wanting to talk to her about this letter, you know? (laughs) Yeah, well, and then, like, he has this little, like, interaction with Pete. Are we to assume that that's because he's standing up or wants to, like, support his best friend, or is it love? Just disapproves of Pete. Yeah, (laughs) and then, like, when they're on the couch later on, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of what I thought until I dated Margot, and then I realized that, like, my feelings for you weren't that or whatever. And yeah. I was, or they faded or whatever. Yeah. But I was just like, that situation is very confused because I feel like someone who's not interested in dating them, like, if I were Josh and I was not interested in dating her, I would just feel like, hey, I'd be like, hey, I want to talk and just be like, listen, I know this is weird. I don't, you know. Right. I mean, I feel like she doesn't give him that opportunity, though. And maybe that's what he would have been like if she just talked to him that day when he was walking across the field to her before she tackled Pete and started making out with him. (laughs) Maybe he would have just been like, let's clear this up. You know, I I only see you as a friend, but then she didn't really give him that opportunity. That's the thing. And if that were the case, like that's, yeah, I guess they just present him in a weird way because that would have been totally fine. They kind of make him a little bit, like, weird and creepy because, like, he's always seems to be there, like, with his hood up (laughs) at the most inopportune moments. (laughs) Well, it doesn't help that he's just, like, a person who has sort of, like, dark, mysterious features. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's it's very strange. And I, as, and then, like, we go, you know, the, it's sort of presented as if the entire movie's about Josh. And then suddenly after the first, like, five minutes... We don't see Josh for 40 minutes. And I was like, I know. where is he? What? what? 
<laughs> there were a lot of characters who are presented and seem like they're going to be important at the beginning, like Margot and Josh yeah. and even Chrissy. And then they're not really in the movie at all. Yeah. <laughs> just like, it's really just Laura Jane and Peter and a little bit of Kitty. And, and like the tiniest splash of Lucas. I was like, yes. <laughs> which I liked that he kind of was up. See, Lucas did what everyone should have done, which is just <clears throat> confront her and be like, Hey, got this. Just want to let you know, like the situation is different. My right. Bad. I guess Pe- <laughs> I guess Peter also does that. But... That's true too. But then she confuses him by like kissing him. Right, and then they... and then he is like, oh well, maybe actually. He's like, I didn't. Uh, also, yeah. so like he is still dating Jen when he goes out to the field to confront her, and then he's not the like the next day. Are we to assume Jen broke up with him because she found out that he kissed? Uh, Laura Jane or Laura Jean? I don't know because he's I mean she said it was because she was dating a college guy or something but I don't know I don't know speaking of it's also very strange like it kind of <clears throat> the fact that Margot says that she broke up with Josh only because her mother before she died said something like never go off to college in a relationship yeah I was like um I mean that's <laughs> not bad advice like no. you know, people change a lot in college but I wouldn't break up with someone just because it was like wisdom handed down by my mother. Wouldn't right, you want to like, like it, contemplate the situation? I, a little I feel like maybe every situation is different. And, yeah. you know, but also she definitely seemed like she was running away. Like she goes oh, to yeah. Ireland to go to college or Scotland or Scotland. whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, and we studied abroad, but we didn't do it for our whole, you know, college careers we were only True. there for a semester <laughs> we weren't running away but right. it kind of felt like maybe she needed to get away from like where her mother had been and where she had grown up just to kind of help move past that yeah well and i'm sure part of it was like she since her mother died has probably had to take on a lot of the responsibilities of the sort of like motherly or like senior female person in the household to like teach all the younger girls all the girl things so she's probably well, just like exhausted by it all it certainly aged her quite a bit. <laughs> See, she's like, I got to get out of here before I like, look you like I'm to start 50. looking like a college student again. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that how it works? Like you can reverse age yourself? <laughs> oh man, that would be awesome. In right? good situations. <laughs> uh, you know, people who say that like they stop eating unhealthy and start working out look younger afterwards. So maybe. I mean, true. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's hope for us still, Jamie. If I could take these college, these grad school years off, that would be great. <laughs> Um, but yeah i didn't have grad school years (laughs) (laughs) then what's your excuse no just kidding i don't know (laughs) but yeah so that's pretty much to all the boys i loved before yeah yeah it's cute like we said cute feel good not a lot of depth but you know it's fun to watch once and I yeah. think that I would still, I do want to watch part two just to see what happens. I honestly almost clicked immediately afterwards to start watching it. <laughs> oh, should we just record like, it for the next week one and um, get it over with? I don't know. Do we want to do two sappy love Well, it now? almost might be weirder to do it later, like months afterwards. I mean, that's probably true. <laughs> so maybe next week after we sort this out yeah. <laughs> we'll do that one but well, maybe not let's say this um if you're for everyone who's still listening thank you um thanks for listening <laughs> to this episode um you can definitely reach out to us on twitter at nno podcast and if you do 
you can let us know, do you want us to do part two? Do you want us to do something else? If you don't respond, we'll just do part two. That, I like it. And if you are unfamiliar with the way Twitter works like I am, you can also send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com with your thoughts on if we should go right on to part two or if we should do something else in between. And if you're too unsure of technology for that, you can send me a letter stamped snail mail. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so as we give out our personal addresses. Just put Jamie and New York City. It'll find me. There you go. Just just Jamie. <laughs> oh, I not think even I did, a last name. Did I just reveal where I'm from? Oops. Um, well, New York City is a pretty big place. That's and true. they only have your first name to go off of. I think it's fine. True. And you probably haven't gained any stalkers yet from this, so. Not yet. True. But yeah, so feel <laughs> give it time. <laughs> so everyone feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We but would. If not, then expect to hear to all the boys I loved before. PS I love you still or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> Part and, two. <laughs> and we'll you'll hear us then, I guess. Right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>